Today, I want to talk about productivity and the seemingly kind of dark place that it came from. So get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple ideas you can use to improve your life in under 15 minutes. My name is Greg Clunas, and I recently watched an amazing video. Now, what I do with each of the resources that I talk about on this show is I link it in the description. So if you're interested, once you're done with this episode, I've got the video linked up. I highly, highly recommend it. The video is from a YouTube channel called Wisecrack. They do philosophy breakdowns and a number of other things that might be of interest to those of you who are who just like thinking about things. This particular video was on productivity. And what they did was they broke down the history of productivity. Why is it that our society is so obsessed with productivity? This is a question I've been asking for many years. It's something that, of course, I share productivity advice. I share the tools that I use and things like the Pomodoro technique and so on and so forth. Like th These are really, really core to this podcast and to pretty much all of my contemporaries, anyone who is in this space, who is actively trying to help others improve themselves, focuses in some way on the productivity question. But in the back of my mind, I've always wondered, how is it that productivity became such an important part of our society? It's one thing for individual people to choose to sort of pursue this path of trying to get the most done in the shortest window of time. But how is it that that is a widespread feeling, even amongst those who don't follow any of the advice or podcasts or anything like that? The people who aren't necessarily paying attention, they still know basic time management. They still know basic productivity and energy management skills. Why is that? Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. So this YouTube video from Wisecrack broke it down in a glorious, amazing, 
eye-opening way. It was about 30 minutes long. I recommend watching it. But one of the big takeaways that I got from it is that the modern productivity focus like most things in personal development actually comes from kind of a dark place. It came from, and I'm, I'm not going to summarize the whole video, but this one particular sort of section, it came from the natural evolution from people moving to, from like more of like a, we're all growing food and, and self-sustaining and, and supporting each other with the things that we are able to, to provide from that to, okay, now everyone's working in factories during the industrial revolution. And when you're in those factories, there was this period of time where management consultants came in and realized, Hey, like each individual worker here has too much knowledge of the system. Like they are actually more valuable than the owners of that system. And so they created or really sort of introduced, not so much created because I believe it was created in Japan. They introduced the like assembly line system where each individual person was just responsible for one part of the production process. And what this served to do was separate the knowledge. And so no individual worker knew how the system worked, which meant they had less power, less bargaining power over their wages and so on and so forth. They also, these management consultants started paying close attention to each individual sort of like wasted moment in the factory and, and trying to really crack down. And so this was the first sort of like, let's improve productivity. It was for this like manual labor type of system. However, humanity moved past the industrial revolution and we moved into a world where knowledge and, and thought becomes the most valuable thing. And so you have a generation of knowledge workers and how do you monitor that? How do you track that and improve productivity? Well, you can't break it into smaller parts of the system in the same way because each individual person needs to be able to think through problems rather than just sort of executing on a system. So what do you do? Well, some brilliant evil people decided that what they were going to do was essentially make the act of productivity something that each individual measured for themselves and that they focused on improving for themselves. And this is eye-opening to me because what it essentially means, and when you watch the full video, you'll see what I'm talking about here. What it eventually leads to is this world where we are all sort of self-monitoring. We believe so strongly in the idea of productivity that what we're ultimately doing is self-regulating our own ability to produce for the people who are in charge. Now, I don't want this to sound conspiratorial or anything like that. Like this isn't like, oh my God, they're out to get us kind of news here. But there are people who benefit the most from our labor and from our ability to produce. And we live in a world where we all prioritize how much we produce on a day-to-day -day basis. And we use these tools and these systems to make that better and to improve that. And like I said, this blew my mind. This like changed everything. Because when I stop and I think about it, this is me. Like I am the prime example of this system.
I've built my entire identity around my ability to work really hard, around my ability to produce as much as possible. I've built my entire career thus far, and the one thing that I stake my pride on is my ability to do more. And in those last 10 years of being in the working world, one thing I've never actually considered a real possibility was working less. The idea of working less, the idea of not working as hard seemed like, why would I do that? That seems stupid. Of course, I'm going to work hard. I've got the energy. I'm smart. I'm, I'm ambitious. I, I, I'm intelligent. I want to do more. I'm creative. Like I want to flex these muscles and show the world what I can do. But when I stop, after watching this video, I stop and I examine that thought process. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but I do have to, as a thinking person, consider for a moment where that comes from. Why is it that I care so much about showing the world what I'm made of? Why is it that I care so much about getting the most out of each day and each hour as I can? Why does productivity matter to me? And when I really stop and question that, the scary and dark truth is that it matters to me because I was told it should matter to me. Because as a society, we have gotten ourselves so ingrained in the culture of productivity, something that came from the roots of trying to limit the power of each individual worker on those, in those factories something that came from that, we have adopted so deeply into our system, into our DNA, that we now actively fight for the ability to do that to ourselves, to limit our own power. Because here is the opposite of productivity. It's thinking. When you are constantly focused on being productive, constantly focused on producing and getting as much done in a day as you can, you do not give yourself the time and space and energy required to actually stop for a moment and think about the world that you live in. Think about your place in that world. Think about the value of your work. Think about what it is you want to be doing. And without that time to stop and think, what you find yourself in is a world where you are either just producing or just reacting, where other people can control how you view the world simply because you do not have the time to consider it for yourself, where you do not have the time to think. And you don't have that time because every moment needs to be spent producing. Every moment needs to be spent tracked so that you can improve your production. That's the dark truth of productivity. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that doing a Pomodoro is a bad thing or that tracking a calendar and time blocking is a bad thing. I don't think that it's that simple. I don't think the individual tools of productivity are negative. They're really, they're neither inherently negative or positive. They are just tools. The thing that we need to stop and question is why are we trying to be productive? What is it that we are doing this for? And for most of us, I think it actually comes down to, well, that's what society values. One of the big things that I learned in this video, in addition to the history of productivity, was that throughout society, productivity, the ability to produce more, has been historically rewarded. 
And the lack of production has been punished and not just punished in the sense of, oh, we're going to shun you or shame you or cancel you. I'm talking criminal. The church used to, and I'm citing the video here as my research on this, but my understanding based on what I've learned is that the church used to legitimately punish people who were not as productive. Now it's far more complicated than that, I'm sure. I'm not a historian, but there is something very wrong when you stop and realize that the reason you are prioritizing productivity as much as you are, the reason you are prioritizing work as much as you are, is because of hundreds of years of being told as a society that not only is being productive the right thing to do, taking any amount of time for yourself is actually wrong. And that is brought even further today where we focus so much on individual responsibility and so much on our own sort of success in life to the point where we look at those who have not had success and we assume the first thought in our mind is often, well, they're just lazy. Why should I have to suffer for their laziness? We never once stop to question the society that led to that outcome. We never once stop to question the world that we live in. We look at each individual person, we look at their outcomes and we say, well, that person was lazy and that person wasn't. And by doing so, what we're actually saying is that is a good person, the hardworking one, and the person who doesn't work hard is inherently not good somehow. This then translates to our politics, where we actively vote for policies and people who promote the ideas of good people versus bad people. And we vote against things that would help bad people, where we vote against things that would help the bottom class to actually have an opportunity to rise, simply because we perceive them not as being disadvantaged, but as being lazy as bad people. The question of productivity is a much bigger conversation than quite honestly, I'm prepared to have or equipped to have. But I do recommend that you watch this video from Wisecrack and potentially some others that might pop up for you along the way, because this has changed the way that I view my own productivity day to day. And if I can shift that, as someone who grew up as an immigrant, who is only in the position he is because his parents sacrificed everything in the name of productivity and adding value to their bosses, who's only in this position because of productivity. If I can shift my view on productivity, if I can start to question my reasons for productivity, and if I can in that process unearth some potentially dark truths about where that comes from for me, then I think you can too. And I think if we all do, it ultimately leads to a place where life matters far more than productivity and productivity by choice becomes something that we all prioritize rather than productivity because society tells us we should be productive. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch and listen to today's episode. If you are listening right now, head over to YouTube. The link is in the description of the episode. I want to hear from you. 
What are your thoughts on productivity? Where does productivity come from for you? And why does it matter so much? Just let me know your thoughts. If you liked this episode, give it a like and subscribe to the channel. If you didn't like this episode, share your thoughts. This is a conversation I want to hear from you. Thank you so much. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.